Welcome to Lead for Clarity, where we help you, your organization, and your team get to their next level with clarity and focus. We are back for, I don't know what season we're in, Melanie. I feel like it's season four. Does that sound right? Season five. Oh my goodness. Well, (laughs) it's fall. Fall is in the air. I love fall, but I love the smells. I love hiking. I just, I'm into it. I love it too. It's just pretty and you still have a little bit of sunshine, but you get some storms. I love the heat during the day and then you're freezing at night. It's great. So we are (laughs) kicking off our season and this is pretty exciting for me because we're going to be talking and hopefully bringing some people in to share their experiences on the process of sustainable growth. I love this framework and it really helps us to consciously think through how we grow to make sure that we're growing in the right direction, that we don't lose focus, that we don't lose momentum, that we don't become stagnant. Yeah. And there's, we, we basically say when we introduce this process, what we call it, um, is that there's two ways a company can grow. They can grow in a healthy way that leads to sustainable growth, or they can grow in an unhealthy way that is going to be quick. It's going to be, you know, maybe they get quick results, but the chaparral of glass and all the sorts of stuff and that they leave in their wake. And there really is no long-term goodness to that or long-term results. And we call the unhealthy cycle, the cycle of misery, because that's exactly what it feels like, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. When I recently was giving this framework to a team, they were seeing parts of the unhealthy cycle in their parenting. And it was like light bulbs all throughout the room of, I could be doing things differently to help my child grow in a way that suits them versus how I want them to be. Melanie, you're freaking me out because just an hour ago, I had a very similar conversation with a mom. And I was talking to her about, hey, you know, delegation in the workplace is like parenting. Like you never want to do for your kids what they can do for themselves. She goes, yes, Mm -hmm. but I love doing things. I love treating my kids like my little girl, like a baby. So that, you know, because it makes me feel good. Like I'm helping her as a mom. And I was like, oh gosh, I know how that feels, you know? And I said, but we got to do what's best for the kid. And so it's funny Mm -hmm. that you and I both in this business executive coaching training have this experience. That's one reason I love leadership development. It's really all about making you the best version of yourself. And then you're able to grow in all aspects of your life to be a better parent, a better friend, a better spouse, all of those things. And it's so life-giving to be able to help people through these processes and really figure out where they may be struggling, where where they may be stuck. It's, I love this process. And we've been using it at Shondell Group for almost 20 years. And I remember I was at a Starbucks in Madison Park, Seattle, Washington, when this came to me. I was doing it for um, for spiritual reasons. I was teaching a bunch of ladies about our spiritual growth, how we do that and healthy and unhealthy ways. And then I realized, oh my gosh, it's exactly what we do in business. And just like we're talking mm-hmm. about, Melanie, it, it's parenting, it's relationships. And it's basically the six stages that you can anticipate going through anytime you're going to grow. And what I look at it, it helps me is kind of looking like a spiral staircase. And so let's just say one of the walls is red. And then you go through a blue wall as you're kind of moving around the staircase. Well, every time you get to the red, you think, oh my gosh, I'm back here again. And it can be so depressing. But when I explain people, oh no, you have just gone up another level. There's the red wall again. Like 
it's really it can be encouraging to people versus discouraging. And here's the reason why the entry point of any growth cycle is pain. <laughs> you know, that could be an opportunity that could be a challenge. Like it doesn't have to be negative, but there is a pain point, Melanie, you and I know for sure that we definitely get called uh, in the pain point area. That's kind of where we enter into it. And as a really good leader, and as we're going to teach you, you will immediately go into the connect phase. You got to connect to yourself, your values. You got to connect to your team, what people do in the unhealthy cycle is they get to that pain point. We call it off-ramping. They off-ramp right over into the cycle of misery. And that leads to numbing the pain. And so this should already be resonating with a whole lot of people. Right, (laughs) Melanie? Yes, definitely. (laughs) So there's some ways that before we get into the six stages of the process, you can't even get around that cycle until you have some essential parts of it. Do you want to pop in and share a little bit about that? Yeah, so I think one key here is that when we're in the healthy cycle of growth, everything is centered around our values and really understanding what those are and what we're here for, whether it be as an individual, a team, an organization, what really is important to us and focusing on that. During that pain point, a lot of teams come to us and they haven't quite figured out what their values are. Or maybe they have organizational values, but they don't really know them. That can be a key in trying to discern what is the pain? What is the struggle? And really digging into, well, what are those values that as we move into that connect phase and start to give tools to help with these different pain points, they're focused on those values. One thing that we do is we off-ramp into the unhealthy cycle when we're centered around something else. And we say we're centered around a victor. So it's really about me or winning or being right or our ego, whatever that looks like. If I'm looking at my pain in terms of I want to be right, I want to have all the right answers, or I want to be better than everybody else, then we're going to be in that unhealthy cycle. And we're not really going to be able to dig deep and be vulnerable to work through some of these tools. And Shondell, I'll make sure to put a PDF of this in the show notes so that everyone can see what we're talking through as we're talking through it. Awesome. And why don't we just go ahead and put it up on our screen too, for those who are listening on YouTube, they can just follow along with us. What I love about this is the visual love. It helps us see like, Ooh, I definitely have off ramped. And we'll talk about off ramping in a future um, series. Yeah. Melanie it's so amazing that most pain points come because people either don't know their values or they're li- not living by them. And I know for myself, every issue I have in my life will come back to me compromising one of my values. I mean, usually I don't know that I am like health is one of my major values. Like maybe not my top five, probably six. And I'm not honoring that right now. And all of my issues are kind of around that. Like I'm just kind of going, eh, I don't know. Maybe that's way down the list right now. And the cool part is that when we realize that, when we look at that, Victor, I just want to be in charge of my own life. Like I don't want health to rule me right now. And I'm kind of rebelling against my own values, if that makes sense. And so what I know now is I look at the chart and we really talk about it. I'm like, okay, I'm done numbing my pain and I need to get back to my value because that pain is telling me something's not right. I mean, pain is a wonderful gift when it's utilized because it tells us there's something not right. As I look at the thing, I go, okay, I need to connect. What am I connecting back to? 
I'm connecting back to, you know, what health really is important to me. And I know what I need to eat. I know how I need to sleep. I know how I need to work out and I need to stop pleasing other people and do it. This or how all these tools kind of fit together. Do you have anything to add there? Yeah, I can definitely relate to you on that. If I'm struggling, I have to go back to, am I really living my values and focusing on what's important to me and putting my time there? And we're going to get to this part in a little while. You go through the cycle a lot over and over and over. And depending on the different component of your life, you could be in the cycle in many different aspects. One thing I've noticed as I've been really focusing on growing professionally and personally, I've realized that I've hit the pain point. I've gone through this cycle to really get to a healthy place. And then once I'm getting into the more successful stages where I'm really seeing that profit, I start to uncover a new pain point that I didn't know was there. Then I have to go back into the cycle to start over with this new thing. And I think in the past, sometimes what I would do is when I would find a pain point, instead of looking inward and saying, let's be vulnerable, Melanie, let's really look at how we can grow. I would want to just say, oh, well, I don't have that problem or put up a wall because it's hard to do that work. It's hard to look inward and say, I can grow, I can be better. That's one easy way I think we offer him is that we recognize something in ourselves and we're not ready maybe to take that step to fix it. So we lean into that armor, which leans into that victor of, I I don't feel like I'm in a place where I can really address this. So I'm just going to close off. And that can really get us into that unhealthy cycle as well. And looking back, I could see where I definitely put up armor instead of saying, no, we're going to face this head on. Yeah, I love the way you said that, too, that, you know, we have this victor in the middle of the unhealthy cycle because it's such a antithesis of living by your values. You just don't I just don't want to lose the war. I just, I'm tired of losing the war. I'm just going to numb out. So I stay in charge, you know, and really that is not leadership. Leadership is taking a group of people around a vision, mission, value statement that you believe in. And we all off ramp. And I think that's the hope of this sustainable cycle of growth is so we know how to get back to being healthy versus the unhealthy where we just keep trudging through the muck and the pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so let me just quickly for those who are listening. And again, we'll offer that PDF, but the six stages are this, you enter into this process because you have a pain point and then you go into connection, like where you really connect back to your values. You have purposely connecting with your team. You're purposely connecting with whoever it is, whatever it is. And then you go through another stage called planting. How we designed at Shondell Group this cycle is that every other stage is kind of hard. And then the other ones are a little easier and kind of fun. It's not fun to be in pain. So what we want is your brain to now say, oh, okay, I see I'm in pain. I need to kick right over into connecting. And we'll give you tools to do that as we go through this season. All of a sudden, life is a little hard. Because you're in the planting phase and that's where you're in a lot of unknown. You don't know. And this is the hard work. Wouldn't you say, Melanie, this is one of the hardest uh, phases. You got a lot to do a lot of hard work. When we're going through change, it's hard. It's scary. We don't know what's happening. But I feel like there's such a sense of satisfaction in this stage because you see all your hard work really turning something up. Yes, we call that progress. That next stage you just have it. And, and the problem is like people don't celebrate. So we need to learn in the progress stage, which is another good one. 
that you you got to do two things. You got to concentrate on these two things. One, you have to make sure that you're celebrating milestones because isn't that is just such a thing I see leaders and myself not do. We want to like, I'm not done. So we just keep pushing and pushing and pushing. So the progress phase forces us to celebrate milestones. And I think, Melanie, you're really good at setting milestones. I really appreciated that about you. Do you want to talk a little bit about in the goal setting, setting um, those milestones up? Yeah, definitely. So when we start goal setting, one thing I like to do is start to look at how do we make a goal on a smaller scale versus this huge scale? How do we set something where we can see the progress consistently so that we can celebrate that progress? And in my coaching program, what I do is I every week talk through what were your wins? What did you do? And how can we celebrate those? A lot of times when we're working on a goal, we don't see that these little steps that we're taking are worth celebration as much as achieving that final goal. I really learned this as I was getting into running. I started realizing that If I would celebrate my progress every quarter of a mile instead of every mile or hitting that final 5K or 10K or whatever it was, I would be able to get excited every single quarter of a mile, which then gave me endorphins, which then excited me to keep going. Both physiologically and then mentally, I was able to get excited and feel good about what I was doing. If you wait until the end, then you don't have that excitement. You don't have that thing that's pushing you. Now I apply that to business where we're going to keep celebrating every little thing. Now, if I have a client that says, hey, I did something wrong, but I caught myself right after. I'm going to celebrate that because a month ago, you probably wouldn't even recognize that that didn't fit your values. We have to be celebrating every step along the way. That's so good. Well, well said. I think the other thing that happens in progress is that we think sometimes we've arrived, you know, and so... (laughs) Like lay out, we are like, oh, okay, this is great. Which then the next stage, which is pruning, which is another hard one, is going to disappoint you <laughs> because pruning comes along. And again, it's one of the harder stages, but it's so good because it takes out the fluff. It makes you realize what you have and you pare down and you get rid of stuff that doesn't serve you anymore. And I think that is one of the greatest um, honors of growth is that you are going to find things that absolutely just don't work for you anymore. It's kind of like your closet. Like when I, when people start getting healthy and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't even mean they lost weight or gained weight or anything. It's just when they start getting healthy, they want to clean their closet out because no longer do I need those things. They don't define me anymore. That's one of the funniest things that ever I think is so great. When I hear a client start cleaning up their closet, I'm like, all right, Sounds like we're making some real changes. That's a silly example of really what's happening in the pruning phase. I really look forward to taking you listeners through that stage. The last one is the you have arrived one, but it's only for the moment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is the profit. We say, you know what? Hey, business runs because you are profitable. You know, you put more in than what you got. There is a profit for it. And so that you can do more business. As the same thing here, like you should be able to see that you were profitable and that that pain that you went through had a purpose and a meaning. And the reason that we really want this acknowledged is so one, you realize you have reached your goal because a lot of us, I would be guilty of this. We don't even stop to celebrate the goal. We don't even realize because we got a new goal that we're Mm -hmm. going after. And Mm -hmm. the second thing is sometimes we don't celebrate 
really big wins because we're so fearful that the other shoe is going to drop and then we're on this mountaintop and we're going to go tumbling down. And so now we just go, heck, life is great. I love this thing. I love the profitable. Yay. And we're going to have another pain point. Mm-hmm. And when it comes, it's going to be that next stage where we get, we go to the next level. So Yahoo, like it changes. And and I think honestly, Melanie, in the almost two decades that I've been playing around with this model, that one probably means the most to me personally, because I think before anything that was good happening to me, I was just waiting for it to go bad again. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, oh, sure. Yeah. Heck yeah. I'm not, I'm not dead yet. So there's going to be the next pain point. And so I'm just going to sit here on the mountaintop and enjoy it even if it lasts for a day. Yes. So oh, I think it's important to also point out that profit is not always monetary. It it shows up in a lot of different ways. So it often is monetary when you look at an organization and it can be maybe some change that we wanted is now set in our culture and that's how our organization functions. Yes. Or we have good relationships. We have a high functioning team. You know, that profit stage can really be seen in so many different ways, including actual monetary profit. Yeah, we're going to spend a whole season going deep diving in. And I, I just can't wait to get people's questions on this because it's going to be interesting um, to hear what those questions are. I can already anticipate a few after doing this for a few decades. Yeah, I love it. And I'm really excited for this season to talk through how to apply this growth process to all aspects of your life and how to really get the most out of what you want to accomplish and get to where you want to go in a positive way and keep that momentum going. I love it. I love it. Well, let's land this plane. And um, I think what I'm going to tell listeners is, Melanie, it's I'm gonna do a shameless plug for your 12, uh, your 12 session coaching program. Perfect. <laughs> uh, man, people are being so touched by that. I know Scott, my husband went through it, really helped him with so many tools. And this is the time between now and the end of the year. We're in, we're at the end, it's September. All the kids are back to school. We're in the fall. We've got another quarter and it's the holidays. So this is the time. This is a time to invest in yourself. This is the best in time to invest in your leaders and uh, the po- potential leaders that are coming your way. Now is the time to get them trained. So there's my plug for you, Melanie, because I've just seen the huge transformation in people. Do you have anything to tell our listeners as we leave the healthy cycle of growth, the process? Yeah, I think just a reminder that growth, healthy growth is uncomfortable. And we have to remember that we have to really push ourselves into that discomfort because when we don't, and then we start to do those numbing devices, that's when we end up in the unhealthy cycle and we're not really growing in a positive way. So just a reminder that if you're feeling uncomfortable with something that you're working on, whether it be with yourself, your team, or your organization, lean into that discomfort because you're going to be very happy that you did when you get on the other side of that discomfort. I love it. I love it. All right, you all, you can find us at shondogroup.com. We'll have the PDF link in the show notes. And until we meet again, be the best you can be today. Bye-bye.